From MinTech, the Micro Nanotechnology Education Center, this is Talking Technicians, the podcast about technicians, who they are, what they do, and where they come from. I'm your host, Peter Kazarnov. I teach technicians and engineers at Portland Community College. In each episode, you'll meet a working technician and hear their story. That means real interviews with real technicians about real jobs. At the end of each episode, you'll hear actions you can take if you want to be a technician too. In this episode, you'll meet Jason. Jason works at Intel in Hillsborough, Oregon, outside Portland. Jason, welcome to Talking Technicians. Oh, thanks, Pete. So tell me about yourself. Uh, where do you live and how long have you been there for? Uh, I live in uh, Hillsborough. I've moved probably a year ago. So I've been here at Intel for about a year. And where'd you live uh, before you moved to Hillsborough? Uh, in Washington, around the Olympia area. And did you grow up in Washington? Yeah, whole, whole life in Washington. Is there anybody else in your household? Uh, my wife. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been married for three years now. And uh, do you guys have any kids? Uh, just about to have one. So. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when's your due you. date? Um, this, this March. Oh, that's super, super exciting. Um, and it's going to be your first? Yeah, my first. Awesome. Well, congratulations. I've got two little kids at home and they really <laughs> are just the light of my life. Um, so uh, tell me about where you work. Uh, what's your job title and what kind of things do you do day to day? So I'm a manufacturing technician and uh, what I'm in charge of is uh, operating uh, several tools. And basically uh, there's wafers that come in these hoops and we run the wafers on these tools and each tool does a certain process to them. And I'm in charge of making sure that the, the tool has done the process, done it correctly and to maintain the tool. And when you say wafer, what are these wafers made out of and what are uh, they ultimately gonna be turned into? So these wafers are basically chips, I guess. Um, There's probably around 300, 400 of these little chips in just one wafer. And uh, they're they're made of silicone and um, there's there's so many processes that are done uh, to it. uh, when it gets to my section of the factory, it's towards the end. So we, we basically do a lot of um, final uh, processes to it. And then it's sent out to the next section of the factory and until uh, it's directly towards the end consumer, I guess. You mentioned that they come in FOOPs. Uh, what's a FOOP and uh, why do you need them? So uh, a FOOP is basically just a container. Uh, and they hold 24 wafers, and it's just a way to transport the wafers. Oh, okay. And about how big uh, are the wafers? Uh, a size of a medium pizza. <laughs> but probably not quite as tasty. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> how long have you been uh, working at Intel for? Uh, a year and a month now, so... And has it, have there been any opportunities for professional growth since you started? Yeah, uh, the the first six months to a year, really, it's it's all a lot of training, and just to 
get the life of Intel. Um, but uh, they do a lot of opportunity for growth after maybe the year, year and a half. Uh, there's different sections of Intel that they encourage you to go to if that's your 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 passion, I guess. So there's there's lots of growth in different directions. There's like more of the maintain the maintenance side, more of the processing side. Yeah, there's the pay is is different towards the jobs. Um, so I guess the more you know of this side, it'll pay more. I, I'm so kind of yeah. It, they have a competition. Yeah, it's there's a lot of growth. Are you willing to share how much money an entry level technician makes at Intel? I started there with just a two year technician or a two year degree mm-hmm. uh, in uh, mechanical um, uh, uh, <laughs> electronics, robotics, and automation, and uh, with no experience. Uh, at 51,000 and it's yeah per year and Mm -hmm. it's uh they start you at 47,000 but they they give you factory bonuses and um quarterly bonuses which add up to around 51 uh it can can fluctuate it can be a little bit higher it can be a little bit lower around that Mm -hmm. price range do you work Uh, alone or do you work it in team uh we work as in teams Mm-hmm. Um, so most of us are certified on a couple of tools and we are in charge of, of those tools and we work on, um, who gets to work on that tool that day, or, uh, if someone's gone, who's covering which, uh, tool and, uh, yeah. And do you work with other technicians or also work with engineers and scientists? Uh, we, we primarily work with engineers. So, um, they, they're, they're testing new, um, processes on these tools, uh, optimizing them. So we work very close to, to them and help them run, uh, I guess, tests. And how do you communicate with your coworkers? How do you interact with them on the factory floor? Um, we, we're, uh, mostly face to face, um, and through shifts, uh, we have passed down and they uh, basically just tell us what happened last night or what, what they want to do today. And that's how we mostly communicate that in email. Tell me a little bit more about uh, pass down. When you first get onto your shift, uh, what do you do? Uh, so when, when we get there around seven, we start pass down at 710. And basically we get all the engineers that are going to be working on that section of the factory and the all the technicians uh, from the ongoing shift and the prior shift meet, and they talked about what happened the prior shift and what needs to happen today. Uh, and basically, just we're just passing down the the information from one shift to another. Do you remember what it felt like your first day at work? What did it feel like the first time you walked into Intel? Uh, it was it was a little bit nervous. Uh, we, we have a, the Intel has its training, the first week training, and it's basically just kind of, um, just getting information, what you need to do, what, what your, your requirements you need. Um, it's, it's like going back to college, I guess. And when you work at Intel, uh, do you need to wear a clean room suit? Yeah, we were, uh, when we go into the factory floor, there's different levels of, of, um, gowns i guess you can wear so the higher the 
the cleanliness of the factory is, the more we have to put on more garments. So where I work, I had to put on a full bunny suit, head to toe, gloves, uh, face masks, uh, goggles. Um, but uh, prior to that, um, uh, people would wear um, just, um, uh, what are they called? Um, coats, I guess, uh, just coats and booties. And we're recording this late in 2021. Do you feel safe at work in terms of COVID or infection risk? Oh yeah, they, they're they're really um, they're on point with the COVID thing. They, if you if you have any fevers or or any any symptoms, they'll they'll tell you to stay home and they'll they'll pay for you to stay home. But because they do want they don't want any any um, infections going around there. So and they have their own clinic site too. So they'll. they'll I'll test you there too. So you mentioned that you work in shifts. How long are your shifts and how many do you do per week? Uh, it's 12 hour shifts. Um, and from seven to seven thirty, you get an hour, uh, for lunch, 30 minutes paid, 30 minutes unpaid. And we, it's, uh, we work three, three and four days. So, uh, four days on, four days off, three days on, three days off. Does Intel help with benefits, things like health insurance or retirement? Yeah. Uh, Intel has the, has probably one of the best benefits out there. That's what they really have going for them. Like, uh, as far as like competition, um, with pay rates, uh, they have really good insurance. Um, they will cover up like 95% of, your medical bills after you reach deductible and it's really pretty pretty it's really really uh, reasonable and then there's um they have um paid sick leave they have pa which you can take any time they give you vacations and then they give you holiday time off so you can use your holiday anytime you want and they're really flexible on that and they also have um they have, they have a lot of programs like um paternity paternity leave so if you you have a kid coming that and they'll give you like three months off and they have like a lot of um a lot of um uh, packages i guess so there's a lot of cool things that they offer yeah they've um they've got a lot of perks that sounds great. Yeah, perks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, did you know that you wanted to work at Intel when you were living in Washington? How did you find out about being a technician there? Uh, so I, I heard um, that the Intel and Central College had like a small partnership of uh, partnership, I guess. Um, they would find a lot of their um, employees at, at um, Central I I heard about it. Um, but uh, I didn't, I didn't really consider it immediately because uh, I, I never really knew what the whole Intel world was or the whole semiconductor world was. Um, my my plan was to go into uh, work with Boeing, and um, I had some offers that were thrown at me. But um, when the Corona hit, I knew that you know that section of the industry was gonna slow down. So I, I, I decided to go into semiconductors over here in, in Portland in Oregon. And that's been a really good uh, decision, I would say. And it's just growing rapidly over here. 
What was your education experience and your work experience before you started at Intel? Uh, I didn't have much uh, work experience. Um, like there's no industry, but I mean, uh, I had college experience um, and um, I worked on projects. So a lot of uh, skills was learned that way. Working with as a team, um, building my own robots, things like that. Employers, you know, they, they look for that kind of um, um, those kind of projects and it kind of sets you apart. You mentioned that you got a two year degree from a community college. What parts of those of that degree do you feel like you use now at work? Uh, for for right now, it's um, it's more like I guess the technical following instructions i guess um there's like i guess sometimes uh, i would i would um compare to lab work i guess yeah so a, a teacher would give you a set of instructions of what to do and uh you need to follow them and that's basically kind of what we do at intel is the engineer with instructions what to do and we, we follow that um i guess another big thing uh, especially here at intel is safety so a lot of safety precautions, uh, a lot of OSHA, maybe like more on top, like higher level of safety than OSHA. That's kind of the environment here at Intel. So that's kind of something I've took from school is that uh, that classes of safety. Yeah. And did you learn everything at the community college or when you started Intel, were there some additional things that Intel taught you? Uh, most everything you, you needed to know. They taught you at Intel, um, just because it's a little bit different to what the schools offer, I guess, at the moment. Mostly because it's it's just high, it's it's very proprietary knowledge, they, and uh, and technical things that they they need that they that go with these tools. So, what was uh, the hardest part of your education? For the most part, it was pretty fun. Uh, Community college is definitely much more fun than high school and everything. Something you like to do. Uh, I guess prerequisites, maybe, but I, I think that's not it. Mm -hmm. What is something unexpected about working that you only learned after you started? Um, career growth, I guess. Um, yeah, I started, I thought, you know, when I, when I go into jobs, I was going to do like the ideal dream job. But, um, what I've learned is it's more like you need to work to get your dream job. And that's the, that's the career growth you go to. Um, so Intel provides a lot of options and uh, a lot of things that you can, you can shoot for. For example, um, after working a couple of years, you could um, work as an engineer at Intel with just a uh, two-year degree. Um, and it's just... Um, and all you need to do is just, I guess, just put in the, the time and talk to your managers and just making sure that you know what you're doing. And, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of growth in, in that. So that's something I've learned is that I'm working towards my dream job. And right now it's just another step. It's another year college is what I think. How has your life changed since you started working as a technician? It, it's, a, it's definitely like... A, been I've been in a better place than in mine, I guess. Um, I've, I moved out of my parents' house and have this have all this new income, and I've been able to do more things. I've been trying new projects, and um, so I've been able to explore a little bit more on my own.
And it's been great. What advice would you give current students or people who want to transition careers and work as a technician like you do? It's probably one of the most easiest jobs out there. And it's, it's so on demand right now. Like they're hiring like crazy. They were, they were, how, they, was having, they were having problems hiring people just because no one was applying. And it was, it was crazy. So my, my advice is just apply and the job is so much easier than a, a desk job, I guess. It's hands-on. Do you have a final call to action for students or people who want to transition their careers? Uh, well, I guess just find your passion, really. I mean, if that's what you want to do is, is you know, being a technician, then absolutely go for it. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being on Talking Technicians and sharing your story with me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye now. Bye. Talking Technicians is produced by Mintech, the Micro Nano Technology Education Center, through financial support from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Grant Program. Opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. Join the conversation. If you are a working technician or know someone who is, reach out to us at info at talkingtechnicians.org. We're always looking out for great guests to share more stories with you.